how can having a solid support network improve my well-being? It's not a silly question. Grab yourself a cuppa, find a quiet space, and join me, Carly Thompson, as we take a little spiritual soul time out to talk about how having some solid people in your circle can truly help you get through hard things at work and personally. Friendship refreshes the soul. Proverbs 27.9. How true that scripture is. There is something wonderfully soul refreshing when you have spent time with friends. The laughter seems to wash over those sharp edges formed in our souls. Those deep conversations and vulnerabilities make us feel human and normal despite the broken and messy going on in our lives. I just adore this quote by an unknown author. It says, A friend is one who overlooks your broken fence and admires the flowers in your garden. Don't we all need humans in our world, in our lives? that can actually see the beautiful, wild, fragrant flowers within our lives? King Solomon was so right when he wrote Proverbs 27.9. Sweet friendship is really, really good for our souls and for our well-being. The research backs this up once again. (laughs) Having two people in your workplace who are more than just colleagues, but who are actually your friends and support people can help you be protected from work burnout. How crazy is that? And then having another two or three outside of work also builds that protection around you. There is something incredibly powerful when you get to do life with friends. And here's the thing. Your body is actually wired to catch other people's emotions. So crazy, right? I know we've talked about this in another episode where the kids regulate off our emotions, but you know it's true, right? Have you ever walked into a room and you know you've walked in on some tension or awkwardness? That's your body responding to other people's emotions. Dr. Rebecca Brandstetter calls this emotional contagion. She says your mirror neurons detect and copy each other's moods. When this happens, you can do one of two things. You can adopt to what's going on in the room You might jump into that space of negativity and sadness or anger or disgruntledness, or you can reject that. You can be somebody that brings life and love and light and positivity into that moment. But being aware that your body does this is the first step. So when you feel all those feels, when you walk into that room, take a moment, acknowledge what you're sensing 
and choose which way you're going to go. So have a good think about those you spend time with at work. Are they always negative, finding every error or flaw? Does time with them drain you? Think about who at work builds you up and energizes you, who is positive and stirs your passion. Are you more than colleagues with these people? Perhaps these positive people, these ones who energize you and stir your passion, perhaps these are the people you need to spend more time with at work to prevent burnout and to build your sense of well-being at work. So this week, let's rally our courage towards building some great friendships at work. Start small. Ask for some help or advice from someone. See if you strike a passion chord. If you do, ask them out for a coffee or a milkshake or a cup of tea. Or take one to them in their classroom during lunch or after school. Why not be the person that people want to be around? Be an encourager. Decide to be the person who has that beautiful energy that focuses on lifting up those around them. Be the beautiful space that people can mirror their own energy off. Try being a good listener. Listening is so valuable in the workplace. Perhaps somebody does need to offload and let's be real, we can't always be positive. (laughs) Sometimes we need to be honest with where we're at and what is going on. It is okay to have those moments. Definitely okay. But be a listener. And then encourage people in those hard things. Help them find a way forward or help them help themselves to find a way forward. Be a safe space for people. Be vulnerable. Actually own your own weaknesses as well. Don't pretend like you are superwoman, wonder woman, you've got it all together because none of us do. (laughs) And you know what? It's when we are vulnerable and we share our weaknesses with other people, with our colleagues, that all of a sudden pedestals are removed and we can actually get to the real things of teaching. We can share ideas without worrying what other people are going to think or say. We can share our struggles and find help from other people who have been there too. Vulnerability in relationships, in building good relationships is so, so important. And if you've tried, don't give up. Keep trying to build those friendships. If school's not quite working out, then make a bigger effort with friends outside of school. You might like to try and jump onto some sort of online communities of school teachers where you can connect with them on a regular basis or even over social media. I am very blessed to have a great team at school and I think we have always prioritized our relationships, which has made way for us to be able to be vulnerable with each other and I know there are a few key people in my workplace that I can be completely open and honest with, that I can cry, that I can laugh, that I can say, I am terrible at this or I need help with this or do you have advice for this? And it's okay. It's a safe space for me to do that. But I'm also aware that there are other places and spaces that are not that for me. 
please don't put yourself in a position where your psychological safety is being compromised. Do everything you can to remain out of that. Find the good people, the safe people that you can have those deep conversations with, those vulnerable conversations with. I also have a great network around me outside of school and it's taken a lot of intentional time to make sure that I've got some solid, good friendships outside of work. And one of the things that we do is we use the WhatsApp and we leave voicemail messages for each other because sometimes we can't find times that we can all get on the phone and have a chat or even meet up for a coffee. One of my good friends lives overseas in Africa. She's a doctor and she's working over there and she does beautiful, beautiful things. Um, another one of my friends lives a good hour away, so catching up is difficult at times. Another one of the girls in my group just lives around the corner from me, but Life and work stops us from being able to catch up on a regular basis. But talking on this WhatsApp, leaving messages for each other is such a godsend. It encourages us. It strengthens us. It helps us vent if we need to. But it's a place where we also gather and pray for each other and believe in each other and push each other forward into the things of God. Can I encourage you? to be intentional about finding your people. If I haven't convinced you yet about the power of friendship, then have a listen to some of these facts. Number one, friendship helps improve your immune system. Research has found that those with strong social support have a stronger immune system, so you'll be healthier at work and in your personal life. Number two, friends give you a confidence boost. Share some tough day stuff and they'll love on you. Plus, they'll help you see things clearer. And I can testify to that with my beautiful WhatsApp group. We've called ourselves the wildflowers. So I call them my beautiful wildflowers. Number three, friends remind you to look after you. Sometimes we are so busy looking after everyone else. We forget it's okay to take some time out to refresh and restore. Book a weekend away with your besties and see how amazing you feel after. Number four, friends increase happiness and reduce stress. How cool is that? Support and comfort that you get from your friendships, from your close network, they actually lower and reduce your stress levels and some of the risk of depression. What a blessing, hey? And another link to this stress reduction is found in my point number five, which is friends make our heart health happier. Friends help encourage healthy reactions in our body and help reduce the production of the stress hormone cortisol. This hormone is linked to heart disease. So those with strong friendships have less inflammatory chemicals in your blood, which leads to a healthier heart. How cool is that? And then we could also go deeper spiritually. Your heart can be healthier when you've got good friendships and you're having vulnerable conversations and praying and talking out the stuff that is going on and bringing it to the feet of Jesus with those good friends. These are just some of the many benefits linked to how friendship can improve your health and well-being. Perhaps for you, friendship has been a really hard space and perhaps there have been friendships 
inside and outside of work that have hurt you or disappointed you or let you down or even mistreated you. If that has happened, I am so deeply sorry that that you have had to experience that and go through that. Can I encourage you to not give up on friendships? Sometimes people do let us down and I've been in that boat before and they hurt us unintentionally. Sometimes you need to talk it out with them. And if they are true friends, there will be an apology and a genuine heart to make things right. Now, I'm by no means telling you to stay in or go back to toxic friendships. That's a whole big no-no. Steer clear of those. But do give people who are true and genuine friends a second chance. Find the friends who love you as you are, who share your passions and interests and their mess and mistakes with you. Find those who encourage you and inspire you and push you forward into God's plan for who you are. So this week, I want you to be brave. I want you to call on that courage that is within you already and build some solid friendships at work and outside of work. Not only because you will love it and it will benefit you in so many ways, but because you need it to keep you healthy and well in your work life and at home. Thanks for joining me for episode 42 of It's Not a Silly Question, a spiritual soul time out for teachers. You can contact me at www.carlythompson.com or you can find me on social media, Instagram at carlythompson underscore faithrightteach. I'd love to hear from you. So please do reach out. Remember, Courage is something that can grow in you. And the challenge for this week is to be courageous about finding good friendships and building them at work so that your sense of well-being can grow and that you will be able to prevent or help prevent some of the work burnout that can happen without those strong relationships. We need each other to do this life well. Allow me to leave you with a quote from the beautiful Brene Brown. We don't have to do all of it alone. We were never meant to.